Attorney Aaron Hopkins has been in practice for over 24 years. From his downtown West Frankfort private practice, he serves Southern Illinois and beyond. Aaron Hopkins offers a general practice, family law, criminal defense, DUI reinstatement, and other law matters you may have. AaronHopkinsLaw.com. So good to have my friend Steve Fertini here in Mayor in the studio. First off, it's good to see you in person. Good to see you, Tom. You know, it's great to be able to have you in this morning because I've talked to state representatives. I've talked to the Illinois Municipal League about a couple of issues that I want to, because I want that ground level perspective. Um, first, did you have an expectation that the LGDF would be maybe just incrementally moved up? Well, we were hopeful and anticipated we might get an incremental rise in the percentage going to us. And um, it's a real challenge, you know, where the rubber meets the road at the municipal level to maintain and move forward and provide the services that the citizens expect and are entitled to. And it's a real challenge uh, whenever our funding is somewhat limited in uh, different things that through the years we've grown to expect. And uh we're kind of promised you know you know i've kind of interpreted this differently than i think some other people have steve let me throw this in front of you state of illinois uh goes from 10 to 6.5 or whatever it is real close to that right right and i've always saw it as a thing of when you the local level has that money at their disposal they get to decide how that money's spent but if the state has that money and you need something then somebody in central government tells you what you will or will not get and i've always kind of thought of that that uh, financially you're forced to cede some control of what you need in the future to the state because they're keeping more of your money. Well, that's very true. And like I said, it's it's a real challenge at the local level. Um, and in LGDF funding, you know, we're anticipating and hoping for a small rise in, you know, our percentage of that. Um, but when you take a look at from 10%, which was originally promised a part of the negotiation for state income tax. Municipalities were no longer allowed to do a uh, income tax, you know, at the local level. Then, okay. But when that starts eroding down to now for the uh, individual, it's about 6.4% return. I think corporate's uh, 6.7, somewhere in that neighborhood. Mm, uh, highest corporate that. tax in America. Uh, Right. One of the highest in the United States. Well, what that means to 6. the municipality. eight percent. Yeah, what that means to the municipality, those are funds that we are not going to be working on infrastructure with, doing roads and other such things, and providing the, the services uh, to the people with their money on it. Um, it's a real, real challenge. We've been fighting the uh, dollar crunch in Heron now for quite some time since I became in office. Um, and I'm proud and happy uh, to say that this year that on our real estate tax, the city of Heron is 0% increase. We are flat for the first time in maybe forever. I don't know. We've been able to do that through a very conscientious council and uh, workforce. Everyone contributes to being able to do that through uh, greater efficiencies on the day-to-day things we do and the overall picture of where we are financially with the council and some of my department heads like that. So that's something we're really proud of. And well, then, I would think, Steve, that maybe even a few more people who think and want to know where should I choose to live in southern Illinois, that's the kind of thing that's attracted well, someone, especially the, if you can do that more than one year. 
Well, that's our goal is to uh, replicate it in the years ahead. But then we um, have funds that, you know, we kind of count on and uh, grow to expect then they're not there, then that makes that an even greater challenge. All right, so that sets us up for the next question because this is why I wanted to, I wanted somebody who has an idea on the ground level of what the grocery store tax means. Nobody likes taxes, but you just use the, you've grown accustomed to having it. It's built into the system, and when it's pulled away, it leaves a gaping hole. We're talking about the grocery store tax. How deeply would it affect you, Steve? Your we, town, Aaron. <laughs> Been working on it most of yesterday, and I've uh, been trying to get some information out of the comptroller's office um, to give us a little more accurate view. But I'm going to anticipate right now, just based on where I'm at in trying to diagnose that, somewhere between three and four hundred thousand uh, dollars. I think more than one person, including you, saw my face. <laughs> um, Thirty, three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars. That's First round, you know, just guessment, uh, extrapolating the numbers from different sources and directions. I really would like to have some real numbers out of the comptroller's office, and we haven't been able to achieve that yet. Well, um, I'm talking to Susanna on Thursday, if all things hold true, and I'll reach out to her and see what she can do yeah. when it comes to generating those numbers. And I know Brad Cole is working on uh, creating a list of those numbers, too, because in the town the size of Heron— just for conversation's sake, we'll call it $350,000, Mr. Mayor. Sure. Okay. That's a hole. Yes, it is. <laughs> Deep, a, wide, and dark. Um, well, the IML, and Brad, you mentioned, and Brad's a, a warrior in many ways. He's anticipating somewhere between dollars $400 that will no longer flow at the local levels from right. that 1% tax. Yeah. And... Uh, IML has recently put out a number of different communities that somehow have figured out the impact on them, and the numbers are staggering. I should have brought that for you. This well, morning. I'm thinking right now, if it's three to four hundred thousand dollars in Heron, what is it in Marion? Well, you know, had, what is it in had Carbondale? Had a chat with them yesterday on that, and uh, they're like we are uh, on the preliminary numbers. They're thinking maybe a million two, something like that. Well, uh, and you look at uh, small towns with. Uh, Harrisburg is a good example for me because I know that it taps into other sure. counties with not much in the way of grocery stores. So it's a central regional shopping location. Mm -hmm. And I can't help but wonder what the impact will be there, too, when you've got a couple of Walmart, Walmart, and you know, mm -hmm. these other bigger stores, Kroger's it's, and the It's like. going to you know, have an impact, even if it's $50,000, know, because we budget very close to the line and there's always that unexpected expense coming up. You know, well, this broke down or that broke down and so forth. The main water line ruptured and there's always uh, things. So, and well, I really hope that I'm wrong on that projection. I really, really do because it's going to be. If uh, you're 50% wrong, I'm still panicking. You know what I mean? Well, that's, uh, that's I am too, you know. Twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars is a lot of money to a municipality. When on I size. think of that, I think of that as when you say fifty thousand dollars, I think payroll and benefits for one state, one city employee. Yeah, that's pretty much. You it. know, I look at it in kind of that way. Okay, this is not a fair question, but here we go. If you lose the four hundred thousand dollars, the three hundred and fifty for conversation's sake, um, and Brad Cole is right, you don't have the authority to raise that other taxes or impose them on your own. Um, what would be your 
potential solution? Have you kind of gamed that out of what a solution would be for Heron if with that loss of revenue of that dimension? Well, for me, I'm thinking retirement. (laughs) For the city, um, we will just have to do what we've done through these past few years is be very frugal in our spending and um, work on a prioritized basis of those things that we can address and uh, which things are the most impactful and those are the ones we do and those were less impactful uh, they may be put aside or put off for a while longer on it so you it's have a real to adjust challenge. and again i hope i'm really wrong on that um number but uh, until i can get some hard numbers out of the state on some of that right it's really hard to make that determination you know bob uh, mayor bob butler told me this all the time and until it sunk in the smaller the town the thinner the margins. That's correct. And you have to understand what a little bit of money means to a small town. Not everybody is marrying was was Bob's point. He was preaching the gospel to me. And when you see changes like this, you have to understand small town, southern Illinois, it uh, takes. it's easier to get turned over and get underwater real quick. Hey, before I let you go, new police, you got a new fire station. There's lots of good stuff going on here. We tell, got a tell lot me of action going on. Uh, yeah, give me something to make the, me make, take the that, fire, that the intimidation fire station, out there. They're they're just busy as can be. Uh, we're getting ready to put the slab in. We've got most of the fittings in, good. stuff, all the steel and stuff like that. Uh, so that's right on schedule and moving very well. Uh, something I'm really proud of, and I've been working on since my entire time in office here, is animal control facility. Uh, we're getting ready to build about $750,000 new animal control facility. If you could see the one we have, you would understand the reason and the need for that. Yes. And uh, it's going to be, uh, in fact, I think it went out for bid yesterday. So that should be coming along in the near future. Hopefully the bids come in within the budget that we anticipated and we go forward from there. Yeah, well, you're one of the same people I am thinking, well, it cost $750,000 when we came up with the plan. Now what's inflation going to do that to Well. We factored a little bit of that in because uh, it was a lot, lot less uh, initially, you know, three or four years ago, well, obviously. Mayor and I are both, but, the mayor and I are both dog people. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm a dog person yeah. in terms of I'm owned by a dog. <laughs> <laughs> you too, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right. But it's, um, and we've got, uh, right now we've got almost right around $7 million in various infrastructure projects underway. Uh, two new subdivisions. Uh, got Robbins Landing out on um, Heron Road and 29th Street in that area, 54-unit uh, new subdivision, single-family homes. Uh, very nice. Going to do the ribbon cutting on that. I think it's around March 7th, um, the first unit that's uh, going to be made available. And we've got another one off of Clark that, Trail. That's going to draw some people to Heron, but quite frankly, I don't. a lot of people looking for homes, and they don't find, can't find one to buy. Well, the, uh, there is a, a housing shortage, no question. So. Yeah. We're pleased with the two subdivisions that we have underway. We've got a third one in the drawing plans in the making and so forth like that. Um, And we're looking also at some additional properties or lands that we'll be annexing to the city. Uh, With that in mind, is for residential development. So... New houses, uh, a good story. We've got a few things going on. Good. question about our downtown project. I know uh, Murfreesboro was talking with Will the other day on that one. Uh, we're right in the middle of our downtown uh, safety grant with uh, the new curbing, bump outs, lighting, and so forth like that. That's progressing very, very well as also. You know, you know Will's uh, 
Wells admitted to me um, he's very jealous of the width of your street. <laughs> Has he told you that? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Murfreesboro, you kind of tied in there and squeeze through. Yeah, I told Aaron, we, you got a little elbow room. I told him if we had enough housing available, he could move on over <laughs> and enjoy it. <laughs> oh, I think we want to do that. I like that. Uh, Steve's good seeking, Chief. really speaker. is. And thanks for sharing that with me this morning. I said I wanted that ground level. I wanted the foxhole perspective of what this means. Um, you know, we're against taxes. You and I don't like taxes, but on the other hand, we, we come to that reality, too. Um, well, that's it. And, you know, like I said, we're really proud of being able to hold fast, no increases on our uh, property tax this year. And then uh, you should have a parade. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that, but we'll uh, we'll dance wildly around the doughboy or something. Uh, yeah. It's uh, something we're quite proud of. And hats off to the council and all of our workforce. Uh, everyone's chipped in at all levels. You know, hey, you know. Mayor, if we do this a little bit different, I think we can get a little more done or we'll save a few dollars on materials for that and stuff. Right. So it's been a, a total team effort from our uh, workforce as well as the council. And then we have a number of just uh, people serving on various committees, like our TIF committee. They're neither an employee or a, uh, part of the council and stuff, things like that. Uh, it's been a real team effort for our community. Herod Mayor Steve Frattini, 734.